Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 136, Terror on the Prairie. Hello and welcome to an uncharted territory episode of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishki. The Terra. And tonight, listen, <laughs> we've, en- <laughs> we've entered a bold new era as far as the hothead is concerned. We texted him about being on this episode <sighs> And we didn't even get a response. Wow. That's, I am shocked. Yeah. He, that's he, just plain rude. He responded to other text after that text. Huh. But to that very text, he didn't respond. So you know what that means. We got Brother Anthony here to fill in the blanks. Hi, ho, Silver. Oh, my God, Anthony. You are stepping up when the hothead is running too hot. And we love you for it. Thank you for being here tonight. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even, in degrees Celsius, I can't even explain how hot and ready I am for this. Nice. I, it's like inverse of the hothead. The more angry he gets, the more pleased you get. Oh, so very much so. So yeah. I, I, I'm happy to be his uh, awkward proxy. That's perfect. Yeah. And pretty much anybody that we could have invited on here would, would have said no. So we're right. very thankful to you. I too. was the only one who answered the bat signal and yeah. I'm just going to say it. I'm the bravest. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, no one else is brave enough to say that. I guess I am. Yeah. If you join us for Kirk Cameron, you are very, you are very brave. I just like being punished. The movie is terror on the prairie. That's pretty hard to say. First of all, the rural juror, the terror on the prairie. And the teaser trailer proclaims Disney canceled her. (laughs) Hollywood left her for dead. Now Gina's back. I can't wait. I really can't. Uncanceling begins. And of course, the Gina they are talking to, it's not Gina Davis, it's Gina Carano from Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah. Ex MMA fighter and also was in. Haywire. Soderbergh's Haywire. That's Haywire. really where I know her from more than anything. Yeah. Which her acting in Haywire was not the draw to no. Haywire. If I I'm don't... not mistaken, they actually redubbed her voice. That oh, was wow. Yeah, yeah like I believe the entire it. movie. That was just not her. Some people who guest on this very program swear by that movie. I'm not one of them. I but, think it's pretty good, but it's 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 all about the action. Her her acting is. Hmm. But that's all ancient history because ever since she compared having to wear a mask to being a Jew in the Holocaust. (laughs) Things have changed for Gina Carano's career. (sighs) Went south very fast. Yeah. And she got canceled. 
So where is the grease trap that you end up in when you get canceled? <laughs> it's none other than Ben Shapiro's The uh, Daily Wire Productions. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking into The Daily Wire. They're they're over a hundred million dollar company now. Oh, they uh, how they're because because Ben. I mean, I know how unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, just, and they are looking to chart a new course in. Uh, not, I guess American, American film history because it's yeah. not Hollywood history. They are outside of Hollywood. They are doing their own thing and they have the Daily Wire Plus subscription program, which is the only place you can find. Is terror, that how we're doing this? Terror is on the, the Prairie. Wow. Listen, we haven't subscribed to <laughs> the Daily Wire Plus to obtain this film. Okay. We have obtained it. We have obtained it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like the real rogues we are. We're about real to renegades. We're the press. Hey, it's freedom of the press or something. No, we're Outside box thinkers. Ben's goons are coming. We're going to get canceled. But hi, anyway. Ben. Ben, hi. <laughs> but they want to make entertainment that is so anti-woke that it is damn near asleep. <sighs> and they made another movie. It was called The Shut-In or something like yeah. that. Oh, Vincent, dear God. Vincent Gallo was in it. And of course he was. Yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> another count me in for that one too, another cancel count me in we're not that. no that, that <laughs> one just came and went I we're not to touching punished. that one we're not touching that one but we appreciate the uh the thirst for punishment this particular film intrigues me because it is directed by michael polish this is crazy of the this famed is indie insane. darling late 90s early odds polish brothers i was shook when i heard this yeah crazy right Twin Falls, Idaho, North Fork. I remember going to see them at the Minneapolis Uptown Theater, RIP. And they were just kind of indie darling boys. And right, right. some shit happened in the intervening years. He has since gone on to direct some very interesting looking movies. A movie called Hot Bot mm -hmm. about a sex robot, which had a very interesting line in its trivia section that simply states... This film does not have a Wikipedia entry. Huh. So it's like the woke her. Got it. <laughs> he also directed a movie called The Smell of Success about a 1960s manure salesman played by Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> and much more recently, he directed a movie we covered on this very program. Any guesses? Force of Nature. Force of Nature starring fellow. Oh, shit. Yes, he did that. Cancel fellow. Mel Gibson. My, oh, yeah, wow. That one was a rough, deep in lockdown. So yeah. I don't know if he's just <laughs> like, Bishki and I have been following this particular movie for a long time now. And the Daily Wire tweeted the cast and crew photo when production wrapped. They're holding a giant Let's Go Brandon sign. Oh. <laughs> and director Michael Polish is the only one who's wearing a cap and he's got his head down and you can't see his face. Uh, we only knew it was him. Know, we through, know it's you, Polish. Through we process of elimination. You. And he's quite a tall fellow. He's like, no, that was my twin brother. That wasn't <laughs> me. If there was ever a time to blame it on your highly publicized twin, that's when to do it. But do we give him the benefit of the doubt that he's doing this just... 
to continue to have no i have so many doubts there are no benefits that i am giving (laughs) yet i cannot be more excited this is gonna be fucking bonkers (laughs) yeah i've been researching more into gina i just listened to three mind-numbing hours of the joe rogan podcast my god how are you are are you okay can i hug you Uh, i mean this is like the the pain olympics that you guys yeah i mean really is i know they were (laughs) i thought i was bad pretty dull i fast forwarded through the mma parts because they talk about mma a lot and then But then they get into a lot of anti-vax stuff and uh, mass murderer Joe Rogan, you know, goes on his anti-vax supporter. Yeah. And, um, and Gina's just Gina's Gina. Gina's Gina. She's not the brightest, <laughs> um, you know, but she's got opinions and is she ready to be uncanceled? Yeah. She's like, she thinks she's at the start of a new era huh. with this daily wire plus. Maybe like, she is like, maybe we're about to get, and I'm kind of all for it because we're going to get some really bad <laughs> selfishly for our podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, this begs the question, what other content is there on the D dub plus? What do they have available? They have about four movies. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> They're <laughs> working on a kid's show. No. Yes. I saw that with uh, <laughs> Carrie Elways. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then they hurts my heart. Not that I have one. They got Jordan Peterson. Well, of course they do. And uh, you're gonna say Jordan Peele for a second. No, no, not him. No, and then uh, I don't know. They have some other content, but they're they're building the content. But right now, they just want you to subscribe. Right? (laughs) How much is? I mean, do we know how much they're asking for a month? Nine, I think. Nine nine (laughs) bucks. Nine. Okay. (laughs) Nine ninety nine. Just nine. I'll correct that if we need to. Uh, I think that's right. It's probably more. Omniscient editorial note, subscriptions to the Daily Wire Plus are now $8 a month. What a deal? So tonight's film is a Western, I believe. Yes, Western shot in Montana. So Gina was originally going to shoot a film in Nashville, a different one. Mm. But because she refused to get vaccinated and SAG requires vaccination, <sighs> she basically got that movie canceled. She was going to shoot it with the Daily Wire. Okay. But, but the Daily Whoa. Wire had to cancel production Whoa. because she would refuse to get the vaccination. Wow. So then they're like, let's go to Montana where we will shoot this. I can't even fathom how many layers of hilarious that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we shoot this non-union oh, up in Montana. Man. Oh, boy. And she's up there in her RV with her boyfriend, apparently, right now. But yeah, that's uh, cool. God. Well, that's pretty cool. Let it be known, she was my least favorite part of Fast and Furious 7. And oh, okay. I'm glad <laughs> Ronda Rousey, I think Ronda Rousey took care of her. I forget. But is Ronda Rousey cool? I don't know. Yeah, where's the I, Rousey song? Okay? Yeah. Mm. We need a Rousey song. She was an entourage. I, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have admitted that I knew that. But yeah. Oh, that's great. So, this is all very helpful information. Uh, I mean, what are, do we think, like, I'm going in with as open a mind as I can. Like, you know, I'm trying to have a little love for Michael Polish. I hope he brings a little bit of spark to it. Are they going to try to bring some sort of politics God, to the old so. west God, like, how are they so. gonna do it please i don't want to spoil anything so i won't say anything. i'm oh, going in blind i've not seen the trailer. Knows too much. i know too much he's the oracle <laughs> <laughs> he's deep state he knows way too much yeah. uh i don't know anything about this i am so excited i'm hoping there are politics i'm hoping there 
are winks to like woke culture. Yes. I'm yeah. hoping, but yeah. like and old old west. Oh yes, of course, of like, course. Yeah. Like in the like 19 or I'm sorry, 1850s. There's like winks to woke culture. That would be yeah. great. Right, right. Like and you're Twitter. not gonna, you're not going to take these guns. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to be like like bad girls? Is it going to be like that kind of western? Because I think you know I stand for bad girls. Yeah, yeah no, I it's all speculation. So. We got to dive in. We There's someone put- named Cowboy Cerrone. That's all I know. Oh I yeah, know she person- got she got him hired. He's an MMA guy. Oh yeah. oh good. Perfect. So yeah. very apropos for the old west. Yeah. All we can do now is strap on our saddles and ride into the unknown, y'all. Yeah. Love and terror. We are back from the prairie, y'all. We made a little house on that prairie and (laughs) hunkered down and watched a movie. (laughs) We didn't keep it entirely muted, but we were pretty professional about it, I have to say. Yeah, I'd say more so than anybody on screen was. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get to it. movie is on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah. It has a schnapps. The schnapps goes as follows. (laughs) On the mountain plains, a frontier woman must protect herself against a ruthless gang of outlaws hell-bent on revenge, period. Oh, oh, delightfully short. Wow. I like that. Unlike the film, (laughs) which was not short nor delightful. And he's loaded for bear tonight, folks. Oh, I got my six guns a-blazing. Is there any sort of rotten tomato score or um, is it not? it has three reviews you need five reviews to actually have a rotten tomato score so Shit. but all three are positive so it's technically or i guess by default 100 percent on rotten <laughs> default tomatoes. default one of the reviewers names is uh shen bahiro uh <laughs> the others is uh kina gerano <laughs> and daniel day lewis which we'll talk about oh my god yes we will get to that put a pin in that We start with a chase scene where a man is running from a bunch of dudes on horses and there's no music. Which no. I will say was kind of effective at the, at the, at the early onset. I'm like, sure. oh, this might actually work. Like, it's like one establishing shot. Yeah, it's gritty. You just see some dude run into frame, run past it. Then you see cowboys follow. And then I thought, okay, that's that's kind of, it's a little eerie. But that's about as eerie as it got. <laughs> they uh, they catch up to the dude and they scalp him. And I thought the makeup effects were pretty good in this overall. They scalp him and it's a hard cut to terror on the prairie. No music. <laughs> no music. <laughs> no music and very weird font. Like with that terror on the prairie, you would expect like a horror film. Sure. Or some sort of like genre. Something. Yeah, but it, it, it just like the entire film nothing is suitable or or works in the early going 
This looks better than any Pure Flix film. Any, you know. Oh, sure. We got, right. po- we got Polish. Well, here's the so thing. We, it's, and it's Montana. It's, it's beautiful. shot on location in Montana. And yeah. it's just like I said with Nomad Land. And yes, I am saying Nomad Land and Terror on the Prairie in the same sentence. <laughs> if you go to South Dakota or Montana, you kind of have to have the lens cap on to make a shitty looking movie. Yeah. Like it's just right. so That's beautiful. True. That's true. And this movie, like, yeah, the vistas look great. They did. Mm. How could they not? You would really have to try to fuck that up. Even in their non-1080. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we were watching in 720p HD. So <laughs> it still looked good in that aspect. So credit where due. And Gina Carano, we see her breastfeed. We see her get water from a well. We see her tend to a fire. All of things you don't need to speak and she looks like she's a hard Scrabble Prairie woman. Well, that's yeah. one of the things I, I I couldn't buy from the get go. Is that <laughs> you're order, not even going to give her that? No, I mean, in order for this movie to have any sort of danger or or, or weight to it, you want to believe that your protagonist actually has the odds stacked against them, right? But and Gina she Carano, looks like a superhero. Oh, w- completely! Like I never once bought that she couldn't just body slam every single dude and do whatever kind of octagon stuff you do. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about MMA. But I never once feared for her safety. Right. I mean, that's kind of where the movie should want you. Like being a Rambo 2 scenario where there's (laughs) no chance that Rambo's going to get killed. But you want to see him go through the paces. Right. You know, but this movie doesn't quite do that right not at all we'll get to that but again credit where due in the early going there's a great shot of a snake slithering past the the baby carriage (laughs) and in the dead of winter (laughs) in the dead of winter it's some kind of winter snake the only goof on imdb (laughs) (laughs) we meet gina's husband who is played by cowboy (laughs) cerrone the mma fighter that she apparently got the job for And they also have a son and they have a baby. And he says the words, deep down, you're the toughest woman in this territory. Like not even deep down, <laughs> like surface. She is the toughest woman alive. Yeah. I don't know what other territories he's including. <laughs> but she, again, there is nobody he, that could take her. He must know some really tough ladies <laughs> exactly. just outside this particular <laughs> territory. Because he's very specific. Oh, he's very like, much In so. this territory and deep down. But Ronda Rousey in the other territories. <laughs> she's got you beat. Can't, can't confirm. Yeah, so it's setting up the M. MMA, you think. Yes. Right. Like you think because cowboy, sweet cowboy, you can't really understand what he's saying. He's mumbling and he's kind of hoarse too, where he'll just be like, deep down, you're the toughest woman is Eridor. Right. Which he made actually <laughs> sell as, oh, I was being method. Uh, right. That, that's how. I, well, but I, we know that's not at all you the know case. How, how bad actors are actors who don't know how to act. They'll get real mumbly yes. to try to equate that with realism. Some kind of gravitas. And it doesn't quite work, you know? Diane Keaton. Anyway, <laughs> um, so some Native Americans come by with an injured woman. I forgot about this. This, is a, this is a crouton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Solid crouton. You completely forgot about it. And what happens is, <laughs> just kind of out of nowhere, these Native Americans come by this woman is injured, but we all unspokenly thought she was pregnant. Right. Because she's screaming. <laughs> Gina instantly appears to become a midwife and is assisting with the birth. 
But then they cut to this gaping wound on the woman's leg. And Gina's like sewing it up. And all three of us leaned forward <laughs> in our minds trying to square it with having a baby. Right. Like, yeah, she's sewing and up. And she's the... sewing up. A... I mean, that that right there would have been true terror on the prairie. It was yeah. wild. Yeah. It was I didn't... wild. But she ended up just sewing up this wound on her leg. And then they gave her a knife for her troubles. Yeah. And they took off. That was nice of them. And uh, Yeah, that scene, then no connection to native americans the rest of zero the nope, zero nope and no uh, music none during any oh, of there's, that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about it is it's like almost danzigian in the perverse way that it withholds music from scenes that could deeply benefit yeah and it, it seems like we got a cut of this that maybe they gave it to the composer to compose over it with no temp track no music no anything because there's nothing. They gave it to Johnny Greenwood. He's like, there, it's perfection. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing I can do. Uh, it's like so. there's, there's enough conservative musicians out there that can, you know, play a guitar. Kid Rock. Where were you? Yeah, Kid just Rock. Daily Ted Wire couldn't Ted get your Nugent, quote? Like, just have Kid Rock, like, you know, blow lazily into a harmonica for a little while. Kid Rock. And he would have fit in well as being one of the cowboys. I, I could totally see him as one of those. Uh, <laughs> he could just like kick a banjo yeah. and, and have that reverb for a while. I mean, yeah. can you imagine on the same set, Kid Rock and Cowboy Cerrone? Oh, that man. Is, I don't think the movie's big enough man, to handle both of those no. juggernauts. So Gina's performance. <sighs> most charitably, it reminds me of Jennifer Jason Lee at her most monotone. Ooh, that's the most I can give her. But it's it's rough. Yeah. You have to really if if it's possible to squint your ears, you got to squint your ears to let some of these lines yeah. fly. Like, I, I mentioned earlier how Soderbergh redubbed her lines for Haywire. This I mean, Michael Polish should have done the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Just the only time she attempts any sort of emotion is toward the end. But aside from that, it's all just blank stares. Her way of speaking is straight out of 2022. In no way did I buy <laughs> that. It's like 1865. No, she didn't even attempt an accent, None. even though they comment on the it. bad guy comes by the, all the all the bad guys of course come by the old cabin while her husband's away and the bad guy's like do i hear a, an accent there and she's like <laughs> yep saint louis right <laughs> classic saint louis <laughs> accent i mean it was spot on it's so funny but yeah all the cowboys are giving it their all they're all just you know acting like they just came off like a pace pecan sauce commercial yeah we yeah. were doing She's a lot just, of new you know, york city talk yeah but i actually like the goons there's this yeah. little wiry goon that's really really emotive and right. like you, you kind of puts you on edge and the main goon who always looked like James Cameron to me, <laughs> like a knockoff James Cameron, you know, he did what he had to do. Yeah, he's, he's quoting scripture throughout, which is like it's interesting, weird. interesting to have the, the villain of the film quoting the Bible. Like. And the villain of the film being from the Confederate side of the Civil War. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you would think the Daily Wire would flip all that. You know, Gina would be the Confederate. Oh, without a doubt. Gina would be quoting the Bible, but it's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing that. I was missing. In the, I was I wanted so much more of their politics and just they that touch on it a little yeah. bit, the, but not enough to my liking where I wanted to just, yeah, well, you know, hate it. Well, the husband, cowboy, he was a Confederate, too, but it was it was kind of like a murky time in the, American the, history. The son, <laughs> the son, isn't asks it her, always the son asks her about that? And she's like, you know, your daddy was actually a rebel. And the son gets pissed. She's like, 
you know, you told me he he fought for the union. He gets so mad. And then she just very blank, dead stare says, those were complicated times. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever that means. <laughs> but one of the other goons has some Hollywood golden lineage that we just found out after <laughs> seeing the end credits. We got a Day Lewis up in here. Oh and his name's God. not Daniel. His name's Gabriel Kane Day Lewis. That's a name. Woo. And to his credit, he was one of the more engaging actors in the sure. movie, I thought. Yeah. But just imagining Daniel Day Lewis sitting down and watching this film. <laughs> yeah. Dad, check out check out what I got to work on. Dad, subscribe to the Daily Wire. <laughs> it's okay. I know a promo code, Dad. You'll get five dollars off. Kind of like there will be blood, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So we get into the main plot, which is basically a home invasion, but one of the most incompetent, <sighs> like... It wants to be another Straw Dogs. Yeah, yeah like, right? just, like, there's, like, downtime in the home invasion. Where oh, there, there's so much downtime. Yeah. There's, like, nego- a lot of negotiate, like, half-ass well, negotiating. she invites the bad dudes in for breakfast and has no qualms about that. She's like, take as much water as you want. I'll bring you in and give you breakfast. Here, hold my child. Like... That's just dumb. It's so yeah. it's so dumb. There, it, there is it, one part I will defend about that entire breakfast scene. Um, <laughs> it, it actually wasn't bad. It actually was one of the most. Oh, I know what engaging. you're talking about. Yeah, it's the one shot where, where they actually move the camera. Where they actually move the camera, and you see what's going on, and then you see her. She comes to the foreground to see her like uh, get the shells, I think, and put them into the into the gun. Yeah, and then it cuts. I'm like, oh, okay, and then it actually got my attention, and that was the most motion you'll see in this entire goddamn well and because it seems like gina carano is slightly ahead of the game which never happens never happens again no 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 but the fact that this is all really instigate well the whole thing's instigated by her giving these dudes the time of day but then she sees the scalp from the beginning attached to one of their saddles and she tells them all to leave and she wants them to leave their guns which if any Daily Wire viewer will know, is a huge no-no. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. take anybody's guns Cold, ever. dead hands. And even I was like, that's a bit of an overstep. Gina. Yeah. yeah. You can't ask them to give you their not, guns. Not in the not on we the are a well-regulated militia. You are not getting our not guns, in Montana. Gina and Lil Day Lewis is like, my daddy <laughs> gave me these guns, and now I'm imagining Daniel Day Lewis giving him the guns. Man, so that kind of sets off the standoff. And but it's so weird, like the standoff <sighs> takes about five days. The tension is so terrible because she sees them kind of getting their guns out and kind of surrounding the place. And then she proceeds to shoot out the window like a hundred times without even aiming. Like, I'm telling you, Fox News addicts who watch this, there's so much of Gina Carano just poorly handling guns. They're going to have yeah. just rage strokes watching her handle these guns. <laughs> yeah. That's not what you want. That's not what you want. Everyone yeah. is a terrible aim. Everyone's terrible at defending themselves. And even one of the bad guys is like, she is a shit aimer. Right. Like, they call it out. But why, why, why it, that the lack of urgency in the entire, in the entire thing and the lack of MMA, like, honestly, they need to just make this like a knight's tale and have some shit be out of time. And she just knows how to do like 
crazy leg locks and like awesome like body slams. That's yeah. what I was hoping for going into this. Having seen None. nothing, I was like, okay, obviously they're gonna have a little fun, little genre fun. No, nothing. That's this movie the, is not fun. I thought it's the, the biggest minimum. disappointment is 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 not having her physically fight these guys. Like, how Ugh. do you how do you have that happen? That's yeah. just so. It's uh, just so they have these standoffs, and like you said. The bad guys like attack in shifts. They will attack and then there'll be like 12 hours where Gina's just sitting by the fire. She teaches her kid how to make coffee. Yeah, it's like if Die Hard took over like five days, a span of five <laughs> days and like Hans goes up there, like takes like a, you know, a day break. Then they send up. It's uh, so weird. They just take their leisurely time. So when she's taking her leisurely time making coffee, this was deep in the movie. And we all were like, we need coffee right now. <laughs> yeah. We just called out to no one. Stay awake, Lucas. <laughs> and then Antony just quietly said, power of the slog. <laughs> and he was so correct. Like when you're deep in this movie, they've just been surrounding this, this fucking cabin and no progress is made. Like Zero. One of the goons gets shot in the arm, but that's about it. It's so weird. LT would have been out in like 15 minutes. And she yeah. doesn't have a plan. You can't There's root, no plan. You can't root for a character who has no plan and who also just keeps fucking shit up. Yeah, she almost burns her own house down when she's trying to do a smoke alarm. Which I thought that, yeah, I thought it was a plan. And then it was, and then it was <laughs> clear that she was like, overcome by smoke and her kid was passing out the baby catches on fire for a second <laughs> and she's just like you know in her special gina Crona way to her son she's like hey get the baby <laughs> the baby's on fire the house is on fire so then the neighbor comes over he gets oh, his throat slit like what was that why even have that the neighbor came over she's like no get out of here run he rides away, they bring him back, and then they cut his throat. And then she kind of emotes. She but wins. She, but she yeah. knows how to wince. You think at that point she would try you know, try to kill one of the she bad guys. She has them dead to rights through the window. There's a shot that they keep going back to. It's this video game shot where it's over her shoulder with a gun pointed out the window with her whole hand gripped around the barrel. Again, anybody watching this who knows anything about guns or has at least seen an action movie with proper gun use is just going to shake their head. All you all Wayne LaPierre stands, you're going to be so <laughs> upset at, at her lack of, of action in this. Finally, an hour and three minutes in, there's Jesus. some music in a saloon, but it's not score. It's just, it's just saloon music. It was Nick Cave, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think it was from, I think it was from uh, Jesse James. <laughs> and the husband is just chilling. He's just chilling in town. And this prostitute comes by and tempts him and he's having none of it. And he just like, shoves her into the ground he yeah just, yeah just our, like our hero he just assaults her that's cowboy Cerrone for you oh my god and but none of that added up to anything nothing zero nothing. i mean this movie this movie adds up to zero but especially that it was around this time that we realized that gina's name in this is hattie McAllister, <laughs> and antony astutely pointed out that she might be a distant relative to kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah as this is basically home alone on the prairie home alone on the prairie that lasts like, lost in montana <laughs> lost in montana that <laughs> so then you know in our minds we're making this a crazy old west prequel to Home Alone, which it should be. It should have. It should have had I like mean, a, like a map not? made out of crayon. She why not? Had, you know, 
anything is more interesting than what's actually going on in this movie. So finally they get away they get away from the, from the damn cabin which is the stupidest thing you could do for trying to stay alive that is the dumbest move and they don't take any horses they're just on foot her her son and the baby are running on foot away from the goons on horses with guns and with then guns. they get into the river <laughs> this chase and scene. it begins one of the funniest slowest chase scenes because they're slogging up river and the bad guys also, they don't run up along them on the shore and lasso them. They follow behind them on foot in the river slowly. They're slowly trudging up river. And it's so funny when they cut to a wide shot of it. And It's Bish so slow. It's like watching someone play Marco Polo in the pool. Bishki, you were like, this action. is like a Coen Brothers chase scene. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> like but it's it, for comedy. But it has no idea that it's funny. No. None. And again... No music. Zero. Zero just, attention. Just sploosh, splash, sploosh, splash. And then we get to the salad dragon. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> the salad dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> Oh, it's man. a mild salad dragon. Oh, this was, I, I would say this was a major con con <laughs> considering the pacing that everything that came oh, before compared to everything this else, but got compared, me on my feet, but yeah. compared to all other dragons, this is like light salad dressing. This yeah. is like no croutons. Yeah. This is like a real basic salad. Very true. But within the movie, oh my, we came, Oh, this was a salad life. bar within the movie. We came to life. So <laughs> one of the parts one of the enjoyable parts of this subgenre of home invasion, you know, keep the bad guys out of our house and home movies is when whoever's being besieged, like Gina Carano, is reunited with her husband. It's like, what is that going to be? You know, how is that going to go off? Like, you kind of keep it in the back of your head as like something cool that's hopefully coming up. So... After this river chase, <laughs> they basically hogtie Gina in this clearing. Uh, the son and the baby run off, never to be seen again. <laughs> nope. And the bad guys are just kind of standing around as she's kind of wincing and grimacing on the ground. And then they cut to somebody riding a horse. And I was like, is that her husband? It was unclear to me. Yeah. And they cut back to the dudes just standing around. And there's a little, <laughs> there's a little cliff's edge up above them, like 10 feet up. And then they cut back to the guy on the horse. And we're like, is that Cowboy Saron? And <laughs> lo and behold, it was. He just rides right up to that little ledge and does a turnbuckle dive off of it and tackles a goon. That's like WWF wrestling, yeah. and it belonged oh, in this movie. It was yeah. amazing. We needed more of that. He was yeah. like, you're right. It was like the ultimate warrior just jumping off the top belt and uh, just oh splashing. God. It was like when Indiana Jones in Last Crusade jumps off his horse onto the tank. It yes, that, yes. It yes. was that That's the That's powerful. the amount of rousing excitement that we had from that moment. <laughs> And, you know, there are infinitely more powerful ways that these two could have reunited in this story <laughs> rather than just <laughs> professional, <laughs> wrestling. professional wrestling. But this is the best way. And I am glad that they decided to do that. Right. And they let him do that dive. 
that is the uncontested high point of the film. <laughs> That's where the movie should have started. It reminded yeah. me a little of Peppermint, if you remember way back then, oh, yeah. when they're in like the quinceanera like party store, mm-hmm. and she just dives from the second floor and just falls onto the first floor, <laughs> yes. like yeah. falling through pinatas. It's up there with that. It's up there. It's up there. So anyway, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that little scene will get the recognition it so richly deserves. So, you know, they go back to the cabin, they tie the husband up, and one of the goons takes Gina inside, and we we really, we really thought this was going to be her MMA moment, because finally she's in the cabin alone with one goon, the other goons are outside, and he proceeds to just beat the shit out of her in like a really ugly way yeah just like, this is when just pummeled this is when kirk cameron's family might have turned it off <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the cam fam they were out yeah so yeah and we just after every huge punch we were like okay she's gonna catch the next one and then break his arm and just go fucking off on this dude but she doesn't no yeah. no and she ends up real clumsily getting the knife that she was gifted earlier in the film out and just stabs the shit out of him. It's nothing that we haven't seen a trillion times, but it could have been great. It really is such a lost. I mean, again, you have someone like Gina Carano, who, who is such a physically imposing person who could easily wipe the floor with any one of those goons. And you don't use her. in that All you way. ask her to do is act. Right. Which is your first, second and third through 10th mistake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. She should be diving off the top ropes like her husband did. And this, they should both be doing that throughout this entire movie. That should have yeah. been the entire movie. Just if, them, he like, needed, if he needed to shove that prostitute, he should have done it with you know, WWF panache, right? You know, like lift everything up because this isn't, you know, despite a day Lewis being involved, <laughs> this isn't going to be your unforgiven Michael Pollard. And I think that's what they felt like. Uh, clearly that's the kind of the idea that they had probably with no music, no music just being yeah. real austere. Like if Andrew yeah. Dominic can do it, I think we can do it too. Yeah. <sighs> just and missed, it, it, missed opportunity. Oh so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, she kills this dude, like, and it's crazy, like, the volume. They're both screaming. And this is just a, a simple log cabin with all the windows blown out. <laughs> and the main bad guy, her husband, they're all sitting outside as if they don't know anything's going on. They can't hear anything. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, it makes no sense. These are the dumbest cowboys and dumbest cowboy Cerones you could ever <laughs> ask for. So then it's the final shootout. Uh, in and around the barn but it's barely a shootout it's so it's so the lazy husband has been built up to be this sharpshooter extraordinaire <laughs> yeah. and the main bad dude is outside the barn who's like so slow he's like 67 and probably. if we're being super generous he's 15 feet away yeah yeah and he just keeps raising his gun to shoot this guy and misses over they're and over missing and missing gina's missing he's missing the goons are missing they're like there needed to be like triple the amount of goons so you could just kill yeah kill right. people right we think that the the main bad dude has got has got cowboy cornered and then he gets shot from behind and we think it's going to be the kid because the the son was supposed to be a sharpshooter too they set that up they, they set, set up. that up but no, the kid's still out with the baby down by the river somewhere. We don't know. It's Gina that shot him. 
because she could finally hit something from less than a foot away. <laughs> she just teleports behind the bad dude and shoots him. And that's basically it. They just kind of wander off. Then it's fade to black, fade back, and they are rebuilding their log cabin in like a pseudo Amish right. wit- witness kind of way. That yeah. too. Yeah. And we were, we wanted Ben Shapiro to make a little cameo as yeah. one of these buff dudes, like putting the cabin back. Oh, together. Hey there, welcome to town. <laughs> but he didn't show up. No. And they did. We didn't even see a shot of their faces at the end. It's just a real hastily shot. Gina and her husband with the baby in between. And we don't even see the sun again. Oh, no, no. Who the, they're building the sun up throughout this whole movie. And we don't see him at all. That would be for the sequel. After that slow river chase. It, and it's a slow fade out. And then we finally get music. I don't know what the music we was. We finally get music. And it's, you know, it's some fiddle, some f- fiddle faddle. Yeah, some dark oh, fiddle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some hashtag dark fiddle. Yeah. And we could have used that throughout. Just pluck a string yeah, here and there. It, it would help your pacing immensely. This movie's almost two hours long. Just pluck a string. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not, you know, I, I understand what they think they were going for, for this minimalistic just, type of approach, but it's not that fucking just movie. Just hit two piano keys to yeah. make a discordant sound every 10 minutes. It, it uh, yeah, this is, from fr- fr- from inception, this movie was a bad idea. <laughs> and I, I can't, it's, uh, but it looks pretty good. You know? I thought it looked fine because we're <laughs> in Montana, looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's, I, well, we'll get to it in the bones, but it's, it was better than the Force of Nature movie. I'll just say that. Well, let's go with them Prairie Bones. I can feel it in the bones. <sighs> Bishki, you seem like you got some love and light. What do you got cooking on the skillet? Yeah, you know, <laughs> when Ben Shapiro starts pouring his hundreds of millions of dollars out for for movies like this like i'm gonna be there to see them and um (laughs) oh man yeah this one's very incompetent but that kind of adds to the charm because you just you're just kind of just hitting your head all the time like and just looking at that cauliflower ear on cowboy serum yeah and (laughs) gina you know god bless her she can't act god bless her but uh we get a lot of prayer in this film a lot from the bad guy from the bad guys yeah a lot of bible quoting from the bad guys (laughs) prayer on the prairie so just trying to dissect the ideology yeah where's the spin i don't detect it really yeah which creeps me out right the confusion of that appealed to me this was a slow burn i'm i it almost put me to sleep and i'm still kind of waking up but um, like she slowly burned her own cabin down yeah and i'm gonna be back for more daily wire films for sure you um, are you are for sure i'll join your brother Bishki. okay yeah i got at least i got anthony with me if they make an erotic thriller i'm there yeah yeah this had all the makings of an erotic thriller they just didn't have the eroticism no yeah. there was almost the a sex scene between cowboy and gina oh yeah they cut to the moon real quick after that yeah. Yeah. Um, bed, you could hear the bed squeaking because there was no music <laughs> yeah so anyway this is you know this isn't as bad as some dinesh joint this this has got a little meat on the bone uh one bone one bone wow. from brother bishki 
Brother Anthony. Oh, man. You know, as much as I wanted to, uh, you know, be brought to my feet for my first uh, Ben Shapiro <laughs> joined, I was just so bored. This is, Again, you have all the elements there. And when I say all the elements, maybe like one. And that's Gina Carano. And yeah. I don't know anything about MMA. I don't know anything about octagon fighting. It's about time you started learning, boy. I think it really is. Listen to some Rogan. Um, <laughs> but again, it's like such a wasted opportunity not to use her uh, for what she's good at. And then use her uh, in a way in which she's not good in any way. Yeah. Um, you know, this could have been like a fun genre mashup western. It just it thinks it's like a it thinks it's like an important western. I don't know it what it's saying. It's saying nothing. I don't even know what it's about. If you're doing a home invasion movie, that should be like 90 minutes tight. There is no booby traps. There are no booby traps. There's none. None. You know, again, the pacing was on par with the slog chase through the river. That's about how fast yeah, it was. That's a great visualization I, for the I, movie. I, at I large. just, you know, I mean, if this was how the West was won, I'm sorry, we lost. The West was lost here. <laughs> I'm giving this uh I believe this is my second woof. Whoa! And trust me, I wanted like the full Ben Shapiro experience. So I it. hate it. I wanted to hear his, you know, the awful politics. I wanted to hear just all the awful opinions. It didn't even deliver. It didn't. It no, didn't. It so, delivered nothing. You know, for Ben, uh, as much as I hate you, I will be there. Me and Brother Bisky will be there. And I want like the full Shapiro experience as much as I detest you. Wow. Yeah. Brother yeah. Anthony with his woof on. I want like a Daily Wire sci-fi movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, it's like I keep thinking about anybody who pays for <laughs> Daily Wire. What is it? Plus premium? <laughs> D- Daily Wire Plus. Yeah. Daily Wire Much Plus. Much like CNN Plus. <laughs> anybody <laughs> who actually pays for it and goes through that hoop, that narrows down so many people in this world <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. like it it instantly becomes a very select few who are even going to know how to see this it's like a 6-3 vote right there <laughs> and among those people what do they expect and what are they going to be given like i kept thinking you know i know it's the old west but i was like this needs a car chase in like the first three minutes to hook anybody right you know and if we're we're talking about people who are coming for a Gina Carano uncanceled action spectacular, she's she's stupid in this. She <laughs> makes bad decisions. She is a terrible shot, terrible with all manner of weaponry. And she never does anything quote unquote badass until the very end. And she's shooting a fish in a barrel at that point. And even then, anyone could have done that. So, yeah. Like, her husband gets the big body slam moment. (laughs) It should have been her. So, I'm like, you know, the target demo watching this, if they're loving it, and I assume Rotten Tomatoes audience score is 5,000% positive, (laughs) they're going to be in denial. They're going to be really in denial that this is delivering for them. So Uh, on that front, they deserve it though. (laughs) On that front, it is not successful. It is also, as you stated, quite boring, but there's something, there's something stinky about it that keeps me coming back. And I'm just like, what is that though? What is that specific (laughs) pungent aroma, that specific disgusting alchemy that has come together? (sighs) So unfortunately I can't woof it. I got to give it, 
one bone. Wow. I'm giving it one bone. Bishki, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we giving it one bone? I mean, comparing it to Dinesh, like this is, this is. I this guess, is, I guess that's our sliding scale. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I like, we've seen, we've been in more pain. We've been in way more pain. This yeah. was not that painful to me. It was just yeah. so stupid. Yeah. So, and, and it's when I see missed opportunity that I get the most heartbroken. Right. Because if she was really kicking ass throughout this whole thing, if they had like tripled the amount of Mandos and she was like breaking necks with her thighs and, you know, caving in nose bones right. like and doing think, all sorts of shit. Much daily Wire subscribers you could have had. Totally. It would go nuts. It could have been like the end of Commando where it's just her yes, taking through the on, whole movie. Right. Yes. Right. Just her and her protecting her family. But it's like it's like if you were to hire Arnold back in his early days, yes, and just you know not have him do what he's at the time best known for. My dinner with Arnold, right? With yeah. would, my dinner with Gina, uh, <laughs> which is essentially <laughs> is what this movie is. Uh, although she does make them, she makes some breakfast. So. My breakfast with Gina. Although those beans did look good. The they did. Cowboys we all been. agreed the those beans those pretty goddamn those beans tasty. that those that those goons were chowing down on were looking good. And it's been a minute I since mean, I've had beans like that. Maybe I'll upgrade to a bone now. I'll give it a bone count and give it a bean count. <laughs> the frontier coffee making got me a little thirsty for, yeah. Yeah. for a cup of coffee. It looks strong so. and black, which is how yeah. I like my coffee. I'm like, that. Yeah. okay, yeah. so maybe I'm, I'll reconsider my bone count. No, no, you got You got to keep us, keep us honest here. So, like I said, you know, I'm not totally sold on this Daily Wire film productions as much as you guys are. But <laughs> if they make an erotic thriller that really somehow is anti-woke, I'm all for it. <laughs> and I am ready. Shapiro so, stands, if you're yeah. listening, make this happen. Make it happen, please. Yeah, we'll pick and choose. We're not covering every Daily Wire film. No. I'm sure there'll be many more, but... Um, <laughs> Or maybe like a couple more. Yeah. But, <laughs> this was a bumpy debut. Yeah. And Brother Lucas, wherever you are, this one would have hurt. This oh, one would have hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you stayed away. I'm glad you knew instinctively. I I, I took the bullet for Brother Lucas. I, I took the uh, the bone tomahawk for him. You'll take yes. many more, yeah, I assume. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I'm going to go watch The Hateful Eight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Brother Anthony, thank you for joining us. Although I know you relished it. Yeah. No, my, <laughs> my pleasure. The uncanceling has begun. Oh, God. <laughs> Love and light. Love and light. Baby, I see you walking down the street. The sewer spit out a fashion queen. there will be blood debt.